Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the autopsy of uh, most people at the temple because the smoke monster <laughs> killed them. This is a lost watch slash rewatch podcast out of all of them on the internet. It's your most favorite. And every single week we watch Lost, we talk about the show, talk about what it does good, what it does not so good, and just everything in between. I'm Daniel. I'm Eric. And Eric, here we are chugging along through season six. We're going to be talking about episode five, Lighthouse, and episode six, Sundown, a Jack and Saeed episode, respectively. So episode five, Lighthouse, is our Jack episode. The uh, flash sideways is... From what we can tell, at least for this point, a mostly kind of little self-contained uh, Jack story where we find out that he has um, a child in this uh, new timeline. Uh, we don't know who the mother is. You might presume that it's uh, Julie Bowen, but I feel like time-wise that maybe doesn't work out unless events have dramatically changed in this new timeline. So we'll see. But uh, it seems like they're separated or divorced and Jack only sees his son about once a week has a seemingly pretty estranged relationship with him. He's trying to help his mom kind of go through their dad's stuff, and they still don't know where Christian's body is. And uh, during all this, uh, Jack kind of Jack's son, David, kind of disappears at one point, and Jack's worried about him, trying to find him. Through some uh, super sleuthing, finds out that he's at a piano concert and uh, is really good at playing the piano and uh, has like a heart to heart to him. And he's like, hey, man, why didn't you tell me you still played? And his kid's just like, you're always just like so intense and focused. And I just didn't want to like disappoint you or have you see me fail. And Jack has like a very like tender little heart to heart with him. And it's like, it's OK. You, you could never fail in my eyes or something to that effect. A far cry from what uh, his father always uh, told him. <laughs> On the island, uh, I almost said Pablo, but that's not Jacob's <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, J- Jacob appears to Hurley and is like, hey man, I need you to do some more stuff for me. Go grab a pen. And uh, Hurley finds a secret passage out of the place and gets uh, roasted by Dojin. That's his name, right? Yeah. Who we also see in the piano scene in the flash sideways uh who's like hey man you can't go wandering around and hurley's like i'm a candidate motherfucker jacob said so it's okay and he's like wah 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 so uh, hurley brings jack to the lighthouse who jacob says needs to uh, basically be turned to a certain thing so that someone who's coming to the island can find their way they make their way out there they see kate who almost shoots jack and they're like hey there's a secret passage back to the temple and she's like i'm not going back to the temple so they get to the lighthouse, they're turning it along this, like, I guess it's kind of like degrees, so these mirrors refract, and during, and on all the numbers, there's, like, people's names written, and one of them, Jack sees his name, and when he turns the mirror to that number, he sees his house, and is like, what the hell is up with this? What He's been watching this, I don't like this, and he smashes all the mirrors, and Jacob tells Hurley, ah, eh, maybe that's actually kind of what I wanted, because this is kind of the journey Jack needs to go on. So anyway, uh, ne- oh, and during all this, uh, Claire and Jin have a thing, and she kills one of the others, and uh, has gone crazy, and has been chatting with Locke, who is her friend now. <laughs> so anyway, episode six. Uh, after Kate told us that she's not going back to the temple, she goes back to the temple and finds out that Claire is there, and... 
Uh, Claire has said that she's going to kill Kate. She said that to Jen because Kate took Aaron. Kate's not aware about any of this. Uh, Saeed's trying to figure out like what's going on with him, why they think he's going to be a bad dude. Uh, during all, the, the man in black sends Claire to the temple and says that she has a message and that like uh, she wants Dojin to come out and meet the man in black. And he's like, actually, I'm going to send Saeed to do it. And he's like, stab him before he has a chance to talk with you. Saeed stabs the man in black, but he does get a couple words out and he uh, does not die. And then it convinces Saeed to do some bad stuff. Uh, Saeed goes back and uh, kills Dojin, who is apparently sort of helping keep the smoke monster out. And he uh, invades and kills everybody. Our group from the beach, who was in the present the whole time, ends up at the temple at the very end, but still people are mostly shattered, or mostly scattered. Uh, Kate ends up with Mr. Man in Black and his new minions, and uh, Saeed has a flash sideways where his brother marries Nadia, and Kimley, Mr. Kevin Durand, is like a lone shark and extorting his brother, may or may not have put him in the hospital, so Saeed kills him while he's taking on a little, hey, come over here, get in the car, Saeed kind of dealio and at the very end he finds that Jin was a uh, locked in a fr like a walk-in freezer or something to that effect where he was taken Eric that's a little scattershot but I don't feel like these episodes are as scattershot as I said they were uh, what'd you think of this pair um I think that there are some good highs in each of these episodes um I think that I mean coming off of the substitute it's really really difficult to compare these just because they're not on that level um, I think that I, I wanted to be moved more by Saeed's flashbacks. I think that Jack's, or Flash Sideways, Jack's Flash Sideways, uh, were actually surprisingly moving. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's, I think there's some good stuff in here. There are some issues generally with, I guess, how, like where we are right now, uh, that we can maybe talk about. They're not major issues. It's more of just wanting maybe a little bit more. What were your thoughts? I think these are a pretty good pair to talk about together because they kind of form a fun little kind of thematic duology where we kind of have like a stealth Jacob episode and then a stealth man in black episode and that they're kind of orchestrating a lot of the events on the island during both of these. Right. And so I think that's kind of I think that's kind of fun. Uh, in overall, I think these are they're certainly better than what Kate does. <laughs> But I Not don't think, much. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't think they're bad episodes. But I don't think they quite live up to the expectations that the premiere or the substitute, like you said, set, which is dangerously high. But yeah, there, there's some good stuff. There's some eh stuff. There's not not a whole lot that I really think is all that bad. But there's some stuff that I'm like, eh, I was actually hoping for a little more from this. Yeah, I mean, so this brings us to what seems like a pretty firm conclusion of our temple story. Um, mm -hmm. And I think for me, I I just wanted a little bit. Yep. I wanted a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit more. <laughs> um, it's like it felt like we opened this huge can of worms, and then it got shut pretty quick with very very little answers. Yeah, it's just it's one of those that like um, you know like we get I think a good scene with Dojin where he uh, is talking with Saeed and kind of you know we finally see more of who he is as a person and like they give him this level of humanity and then if i'm not mistaken that i think Saeed immediately, <laughs> immediately kills, him. kills him so that i didn't like um i just think that narratively it feels a little shitty uh because there is there are glimpses of a like 
more interesting character and like less enigmatic and like mysterious that we've kind of had for most of this season with him um but yeah i mean let's 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 focus on the lighthouse first uh what what kind of what do you want to start with there um i guess i'll just kind of get the stuff that i wasn't all that crazy about which kind of carries into the next episode as well out of the way after having high high hopes for For a a living living (laughs) about maybe like in claire's story i was really not a big fan of her scenes with Jin and the other because i was hoping for a little more depth and it kind of just seemed like claire's gone crazy because of the man in black which I don't really like that with how it's maybe going with Saeed either with this quote-unquote sickness. Even though I do like the apparent triple-quadruple twist where it's like, oh, maybe those, maybe Rousseau's companions really did get sick in the way that we thought they did and thought they did and now think they may have. But st- I kind of don't like this possible undertone of like that somehow like supernaturally the man in black is influencing people. I would find him way more interesting if he was purely just presenting like, hey... Jacob's really fucked all y'all. Why don't you come with me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think what you're saying about like the the man in black and there's there's not really a lot of clarity as to I guess that that is that is a pun intended uh, clarity. But um, hey. with with respect to how like I the thing is like he's an interesting character and they're doing interesting things um, with you know, how, how he, you know, is able to convince people, right? How he's pretty easily able to convince not only Saeed, but then also threaten a lot of people and convince them <laughs> to come along with him. And a lot of people feeling, you know, wronged by what has happened um, with respect to Jacob and the others and all that jazz. I think, I think for me, the thing that I'm a little bit struggling with is as we noted right like we wanted a little bit more from the temple but now it's kind of not entirely clear right like well where they're going uh like who's like where those people are going i guess are they all just going to go off the island who was hurley helping uh find the island right um i mean i i would bet money it's desmond <laughs> if it's number 108 okay. <laughs> yeah i mean that doesn't not make sense it's more of just then like (laughs) it's more of like what then though you know like yeah i and i just feel like i don't understand as of right which is totally fine and like maybe there will be some pretty clear nuggets that are planted but i just i think that because we eliminated the temple with kind of not a lot of fanfare i mean i know we get a fairly exciting like action scene but i don't know i just um I guess I'm, I'm jumping between both episodes, but I think it's just holistically these two kind of do function in that way where I, I was just wanting, I was wanting more, um, I guess, with, with where these narratives were going. And it's not, it's, I have less of an issue with the Man of Black stuff. It's more of the temple stuff that I just really think. Yeah. It just felt like depth. it's something that's been, you know, alluded to for so long and it get we are introduced to all these new characters and so much possibility and then yeah it just feels like it wasn't quite as explored if only there was like a kate episode or something that we could have chopped up and instead just really explored the temple but whatever <laughs> i think i was uh, i was yeah. kind of thinking about like why claire's not working for me so much when i liked rousseau a lot and i may end up being wrong about this but i feel like it also kind of doesn't matter 
I feel like Rousseau was so interesting because it's like, oh, she's been here for like 20, 30 years, however long it's been. So she knows some shit. She might not know a lot, but she certainly knows more than us or the other in crash victims on the island. Whereas I feel like we kind of know more than Claire does. Like, I may end up being wrong about that, but I'm kind of like, what are you going to tell me that I don't already know? Exactly. And I think the other thing that I have an issue with is... Um... You know, all of, all of the stuff about, like, finding Aaron um, and, like, not having clarity again on, like, what is hap- like what happened to Claire with respect to, you know, they say, like, that the darkness that is in Saeed is, like, in Claire as well. Is it just that they're saying that the man in black has, like, influenced her? And if so, like, that... I, I just, I, I want more from Claire. Like, I just want, mm. I want more depth to it. That's not, like, super interesting. Um, you know, I mean... And, and we, we, have... could, we could get more in, like, a Claire flash sideways going for it, which I don't think is outside the realm of possibility, but... I also I, don't I, my... love the sound of that. <laughs> I, I know, but it feels kind of, like, inevitable given how much time she spent with Kate and her flash sideways, but I, I, I'm not... I'm not also super stoked about that idea, particularly with how many limited episodes we have left at this point. But yeah, I, I could I wasn't the biggest fan of that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the, the stuff that works, I think. I think the Jack Flash sideways stuff is once again, I think, just a testament to how much I've been enjoying Jack's story uh, lately. But I also don't. I, I want to know your thoughts on like when Jack has his absolute uh, tantrum uh, and destroys the lighthouse stuff. Did you feel that that was like, I felt like it was authentic, but I don't know if I loved it narratively. Um, I don't know if I loved it. I think it's a, kind of a fun contrast as that's like a, almost like a scene after he has like that really nice, genuine moment with his son. Uh-huh. Just no, that's, it's really good structurally. Yeah. Say, I don't think I love it, but I don't think I don't think I dislike it. And I think Jack's kind of just been running on fumes and anger for a while here. So I think I, I don't dislike it. And I, I like Jacob showing up at the end and being like, all according to plan, Hugo. Yeah, I, I think also like the, the lore stuff that we get with respect to that. There's a few really good scenes with Hurley in this in, in this episode. Uh, like one is when he just says, like, well, maybe, like, we just weren't looking for it, uh, which is just kind of, like, the biggest, like, yeah, fuck it, maybe the lighthouse has been here, maybe we just glossed over it, maybe we added it really late, who knows, it's probably the latter, but um, I also love the scene when he encounters the skeletons again in the cave, and just speculates about who they are, and, like, speculates that it's them. <laughs> um, and they went back to dinosaur times! I know, it's so good. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I yeah, think, I guess, yeah, what else? I mean, kind of like I alluded to, like, the Jack Flash Sideways d- doesn't really have much in terms of, like, crossover with other characters other than Claire being mentioned. Doesn't really have a whole lot of relation to what's going on the island other than, like, you know, a little bit of, oh, Jack still has daddy issues because that's how Jacob co- coerces him into coming with. But yeah, it just the that scene at the end with his son where he just kind of like really opens up to him. It's just such like a tender side of Jack that we've honestly never seen. That I was like, wow, look at all look at all this range that we're adding, and now Matthew Fox gets to smash some ears, which is fun. Yeah, I think that 
I think the thing that I'm enjoying most about the Flash Sideways stories is the way that they're like reinstilling, I guess that's like that, um, the fun uniqueness of the, the traits that we discovered early in the show and having like kind of those core traits being, I guess, tested or pushed in different ways. Like, I think these two episodes work really well on that front um, because the fact that we do see this love, like this depth of like, um, I guess like emotional maturity that Jack shows in that episode and then are like in, in this timeline where like maybe there are other possibilities uh, and then it's countered with the exact opposite on the island. <laughs> and then with Saeed, we see like him grappling with the fact that like he has made a conscious decision to not torture people anymore and like not lean into his very troubled past. And uh, ultimately has to give in because of family, whereas the reason that he succumbs to it in, you know, the, the island timeline is just that he's had a lot of people betray him, I guess, and, like, he doesn't really know what else he's, like, living for. I mean, it's it's a very interesting dynamic that I think there's a ton to explore there that's really fascinating. Um, so I think, like, those as, like, a bigger concept work really well for me. I just don't know if I love a lot of the, some or not a lot, I don't know if I love some of the execution of those things. Yeah, uh, real quick note, uh, once again, I think for, you know, network television, that Saeed and Dojin fight is pretty good. <laughs> I was kind of surprised, because we don't see, like, we haven't, or we haven't seen a fight like that in a long time on this I show. I know. I mean, obviously, it's, you no, know, it's, you know, it's not, you know, Jackie Chan-esque one-shot choreography, but I was like, right. wow, this is, like, really easy to follow action. There's obviously a lot of cuts, because, I mean, you know, they, they couldn't rehearse this for months at a time, and I was like, this is pretty well done, <laughs> better than you see in a lot of stuff. That's very true. Um... Yeah, so oh, I guess... Oh, um, also, oh, God, I'm totally blanking on... Oh, God, Saeed has a very funny line when he come when Nadia comes home and finds him repairing the vase where he's just like, there was a small incident with a boomerang that I thought was very, very good and really appreciated the comedic timing there. That was good. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, um, I appreciate that, like, uh, in the Saeed episode, right, like, the thing that I've kind of I had an issue with with some of other uh, Saeed's stories is that like this kind of returns more to his roots and doesn't like lean into the same the same trope I guess of like the the issues that I was having with like him just constantly like falling in love with women that want to like kill him or like uh, kidnap him or whatever like I think that I think that the relationship with Nadia is really like sincere and sweet and I think that I don't know. I, I think that that stuff works. Um, the it was fun to see Kimi die again. Um, always satisfying. Um, I guess I'm trying to think. Are there any other things from that episode we need to discuss in terms of like island stuff? Island stuff. I feel like we kind of already touched on most of the details there. Yeah. Then should we? Uh, I mean, it's kind of short. Should we move on to segments? No, they're not short at all. We're all, we're already going a little bit long here, but let's segment it up, Eric. What's the okay. what's going on? Let's go to your conspiracy corner. Uh, I, mean, I think I already kind of alluded to it, but I'm guessing that it's Desmond who is degree number one hundred eight who is going to come back to the island, much to his chagrin. But uh, if if I feel I feel like Desmond's gotta show up again. He's my dude. Yeah, I mean, um, 
I I don't think it it would be a spoiler to say that we have not seen the last of Desmond. I I'm fairly confident in that based on what it, I remember. It'd be pretty bug wild if the last we saw of Desmond was him getting rushed to the hospital and then he's never see him again. Right. He died um, on the way back to his home island. Yeah. Um okay. Um that's a good one. Uh what uh what should we do next? Uh, you want to really quickly do Palpatine. I don't have a lot here. Yeah, go for it. Uh, not really any significant events. TikTok's the number one song in America until that is usurped by the Black Eyed Peas once again with I'm a B. Mm, fun, fun, fun. That's all I got, man. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, what do you want to do next? Uh, should we do Wish You Were There? Yeah, it's your turn, right? It is indeed. All right, Eric, since you wanted to pervert this segment by turning it into a Dexter segment, I'll play in that sandbox with you. And I'll just say that this is a big shotgun blast, but I think that Terry O'Quinn could play basically any villain on Dexter. Oh, okay, wait, this is fascinating. Is there any... He 100% could play uh, Trinity. Mm -hmm. He could... He could play... Well... Trying to think of um age-wise, he'd be a little old for like the ice truck killer, but I feel like that kind <laughs> of like betrayal. Him is Dexter's and... <laughs> brother is real fun. But like that kind of like sense of like betrayal and like family and like this big proclamation of love that gets rejected, I think he would really find like some emotional depth with that. Yeah. Shit, why am I spacing? What's the name of the uh Jimmy Smith's character? Uh Miguel. Miguel, uh, I think I think he could probably pull that off. I mean, minus the fact that he's he's white, uh, I think he could pull it off. <laughs> um, I think. Let's see what other ones. Um, he could he absolutely could def- be a Jordan Chase type character. <laughs> Interesting. So that that was the one that I was thinking. I don't like. It, he would, ha- would have to be a different variation because Jordan Chase is like. I don't know. He's just younger and like handsomer. I like we had just, the... we just give him hair again, and then he's got <laughs> some of those crazy yeah. wigs that he's worn before exactly. on the show. Uh, give him Dexter's wig from season one. Oh God! As when he's playing the kid version of himself. Uh, God, so good. Um, yeah, that's a fun. That's a fun thought exercise. Um, all right, what should we do next? Let's do winners and losers. <laughs> Okay, um, so, <laughs> uh, winner, Man in Black, <laughs> uh, loser, definitely Dojin and his lackey, um, trying to think if there's anyone else that's obvious, um, I don't know, I think Jack in the Flash Sideways is a quasi-winner. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know, any other... Um, down one guy who Claire axes is definitely a loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think Jin is, Jin's not having a great time yeah, either. Jin's definitely a loser too. <laughs> um, and, and I'm a loser because he is now uh, dragged into this uh, less than great Claire storyline. <laughs> agreed. Um, Claire is kind of a winner. Yeah. Kind of. Like, I don't want it. I don't like it. (laughs) But I think she is. Um, Man, who else? Um, I think that might be that might be it. I can't really think of anyone else that sticks out. I mean, Saeed's definitely a loser. Okay, well, yeah. Any other segments we want to do? 
Uh, should we do Muppets? Yeah. Um, who do we want to? Who do we want to pick? Anyway, draw on your mind. Who would be, have we done Desmond yet? Um, I thought we did. I can't remember who oh, we chose. We, though, so we, we can do it. Him, we can... Didn't we make him the count? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> of his accent, accent. and for yeah. <laughs> counting down from hundred and eight. Yeah, God, it's really good. Um, let's see. I mean, what about uh, what about the Man in Black? Not not Terry O'Quinn, not John Locke, but the Man in Black. Okay, so like in his like brief flashback sequence with Jacob. Yeah, the... but like also the personality traits that we've gotten from him thus far. Oh, okay. I'll I'll give you a pair. I'll give you a pair. Uh, what if J- Stellar and Waldorf? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's Jacob and that's Jacob and the Man in Black. Okay, wait. I really like that. I really really like that. That's good. An alternative. Oh my God, that's an alternative could be Bert and Ernie. That's true. Um. God, that's good. Um, oh man, any other any other things on your mind? Not that I can think of, man. I I'm excited to see where we go next. I'm hoping. I don't know what I'm hoping for. I'm I'm just hoping for some some interesting shit. Me too. Let's, cool. let's get out of here. Alrighty. This has been the autopsy of John Lennon, who died on the island. That's what the Illuminati won't tell you. You fucking losers. <laughs> he's, he's got his throat slit by Saeed, and not by a, that one dude. I don't know his name off the top of my head, because I'm uncultured. Anyway, this is a Lost Watch slash Rewatch podcast where we go crazy, we get on the island, we get off the island with the man in black, and then we come back because time is a flat circle and illusion. We'll try to cut a little deeper next time. Until then, I'm Daniel. And I'm Eric. Goodbye, y'all. Bye.